All right, all right. Hello and welcome. All right, here we go. Good night and welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. I am your host, Shahir Henderson, here on this Monday night, April 26, uh, 2020. I have my lovely wife, Jasmine, here with me tonight. Hello. And I have my nephew, Corey, here with me tonight. What's going on? All right. Last time we got together, we talked about adult friendships and why don't childhood friendships manifest into adult friendships? And we want to, this is the official part two of that conversation. And we want to title this episode, The Curse of Adult Friendships. So Corey, you got with me as of late and you told me about some information that you wanted to drop on this subject. You want to go ahead and start us off tonight? Yeah. Uh, this is, of course, The Curse of adult friendship. This is part two. Um, I, you know, I want to start off first, uh, you know, about you know, you know, basically, you know, what is a curse, you know, and I mean, you know, I'm sure everyone knows what a curse is. Basically, curse is when you know someone puts something upon you, and you're 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 stuck on that, you know, saying right. for a long time, and you can't get off of it unless they put it off of you. Uh, I feel, you know, for this one, I want to get deep within uh, the bitter truth about it. Um, I want to get uh, this on my notes here. Right here. Uh, it says here, uh, let's, let's be real. Maintaining a friendship past the age of 26 is, is really difficult. Between juggling work, work life, children, love life, and just life in general, Certain things uh, slip through the cracks. Friendship being one of them. What most what most don't realize is that adult friendship require a lot of patience, forgiveness, support, and a lot of uh, check ins from both parties. It's not just a one way street. In order in order for a friendship to to work in your adult years, you both have to be willing to not give up. I've had pe- I've had people in my life that wouldn't check in or support me unless I contacted them first. I used to give so much of my energy to people who really weren't my real friends. I was always checking in, always trying to plan a girl's night, uh, receiving nothing in return. I had to cut those I had to cut those loose loose ends off. I refuse I refused to overextend myself to anyone anymore, and it was hurtful. You know, it's a uh, it's a harsh reality, but as you evolve, so does the way you see the relationship around you. What used to not bother you starts to bother you more. What you used to put yourself into, uh, you refuse to deal with anyone. So, you know, the older you become, the more you realize just how sensitive adult friendship can be. Um, that was just basically the intro of it, but, you know, it, you know, it just... I just feel like you know, I mean, it, you know, it's 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 a lot, you know. So, I guess if you got anything you want to add on to that, um, I mean, when when you look at it, I mean, the person in the article, you know, saying that it's hard to try to maintain friendships as you get older, your personal life starts to get in the way of your actual friendship, and I think we discussed last time that when you building a friendship with somebody you know from childhood that person already from childhood would understand that you have a family and everything that's taking shape in your life because they're they're going with you along the way you know on your journey so trying to keep a friendship with them would be harder but they would have to understand the journey that you're going on um if you're trying to acquire new friends as we as uh, me and jazzy mentioned in the last episode that's something different because you wouldn't have time to acquire new friends as you get older because then those friends would have to understand your lifestyle and most of them would probably not care about your lifestyle so they wouldn't be friends it's friends they would just be associates you see what i'm saying you people you just chill with and i looked up uh, a couple of things 
like the definition of course of associate is just someone who's cool to chill with you know acquaintances are not people you discuss personal details or serious topics with example a friend of a friend that's what a, an acquaintance is so then i also looked up something for us tonight i looked up uh, on uh, vocalmedia.com the five stages of a friendship so a person goes from a stranger to an acquaintance to a casual friend to a close friend and then an intimate friend so in between these levels of friendship and these five stages you can easily lose who you think is a close friend if that person was just actually a casual friend or if they were just an associate associate does not even know we are in these five stages of friendship development i don't know why it probably should have been somewhere in between casual friend and acquaintance associate is almost just another word for acquaintance almost well it had acquaintance has a different definition acquaintance is basically somebody that somebody you know but you never even like as a friend of a friend but you don't know that friend so basically acquaintance would be somebody that your homegirl knows but you don't know them you see what i'm saying that's what an acquaintance is but the associate is just somebody that you associate with like your work at work or someone your friend's friend or no no an associate is somebody you actually chill with which would be your friend's friend and y'all all chill together i've never chilled with any of my associates so i think and from my point of view it's kind of different like i don't i've never chilled with an associate i'm going going by i'm going by definition by definition that's what an associate is so it says it's someone you who you chill with and that's cool and that's cool you know but the point is somebody you don't is that is that from the urban dictionary no, that's not from Urban Dictionary. That's from uh, Psychology Today. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I, got. yeah I, don't, I don't get. I don't use Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't use Urban Dictionary for none of my uh, for nothing that I look up. Because Urban Dictionary is just basically people who say, basically Urban Dictionary is what people look at as an associate, just to say, oh no, we're just associates. That's Urban. That's Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary is what people say in the ghetto or in the hood so people who are less likely to try to go look for the actual definition of what the words mean but we getting off top we getting off topic right. um <laughs> like the wicked coming back to coming back to what uh <laughs> Corey was talk, Corey was talking about about it being difficult to have adult adult uh, friendship and what's actually been happening here with the curse of an adult friendship um when we look at a curse, a curse is something you can't you can't let go of. You know, you can't shake. When uh who was that? Was it Snow White that bit the apple? Somebody, somebody who bit the apple? Who, uh, the Wicked uh, Witch. You talking about the Adam and the Eve or No, no, no. What the fairy tale. Who bit uh-huh. the apple? Was it Sleeping Beauty? Yeah, it was Sleeping Beauty. She bit the apple, yeah. She Yeah. So whichever one of them bit the apple, they were put under a curse. Like, okay, yeah, she bit the apple, she went to sleep. It took a prince to wake her back up. So if she didn't get a kiss from a prince, she would have never woke back up. So when you look at a curse, that's something that you can't shake unless something changes. So what is when you say the curse of an adult friendship, what's actually cursed the friendship? And now if it's either one of you two who have cursed this friendship to keep this to make this friendship no longer a friendship and this friendship has decreased into y'all just being like associate it's basically on YouTube to turn it back into a friendship is, is this what we're talking about or am I, am I just rambling on um that sound to me that sound kind of off because I'm gonna tell you why because um I guess when I thought of the curse I'm thinking of uh how people um basically similar to what we spoke about on part one when you know adult uh, adult friendship you know can can you know it, it's it's hard to maintain in, in different in different realms let's say for example um let's just say let me, let me get this notes here 
here's one of them. Um, you can go, you can, you can go months or even years without seeing each other because of life. And 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 what and basically what I put was I said, don't get mad or just just reschedule. Keep rescheduling it until you all can get together. Never stop trying. It, it's it shows that you care about putting in the effort. Uh, if it's a night or a guy's night eventually it'll happen um I, I when i when i thought of the curse i thought it was of it like you know we're in this world where people um when when we get out of high school it becomes like a a routine it feels like a routine it feels like we're in a world where you know we're, we're living our life you know everyone's living their life and people, most people don't have time for friends. You know, that, that goes back to uh, part one a little bit when we talk about as you grow old, you don't need friends. No, you know, just you, your wife or your husband. And that that's what it should be. And your kids that you have, and that's what it should be about. It, it, you know, it's no... I never, I, I don't remember, you know, saying you don't need friends because everyone needs a friend to well, talk to. I, I wanted to bring something, back in part one, Jazzy, I wanted to bring something to your attention. I wanted to go back to a conversation you had years ago with me where you said, um, and, I, I'm, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, fix, fix it up if it needs to be fixed up, but there was a conversation that we, me and you spoke about where uh, I don't, where you said you don't believe that uh, men or husbands should have friendship with females. Now, no, 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 no. That was your uncle's. <laughs> that was your uncle's conversation. You see what I'm saying? That, but there was, I remember coming to you on it because I remember me and you got kind of deep on that, that subject. Because it, 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 and it goes, it goes in the line of this because I, I, I've actually put it two and two together. And I, and, and when it comes to uh, the adult friendship of that, mm. you, you don't want to, you know get to you know like like he like how uncle was explaining in part one about going your, your co-workers and how you work with co-workers you become so close to your co-workers and you become you know uh associates or acquaintances with your co-workers you become close to them in that in that sense it it, it goes it goes hand in hand you know what i'm saying um, yeah. Remember, remember, an acquaintance is somebody that you don't know. Or remember, well, it, I'm acquaintance is somebody. Acquaintance is somebody you just heard of, like you know them by name. But so it's just like, oh yeah, he's an acquaintance. That's just somebody you know by name. Remember, so that's why that's why I had to find a definition so we don't we don't start to talk wrong on what actually is this and that. Um, but I'm gonna let you finish. I, I don't want to cut you in half. I want to get yeah. good and get your thought out. You know, I, I guess I, I was trying to get the understanding of that, unless unless that is two, if that is two different conversations, tell me, no. and I'll just cut it off. No, 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 that no. That is no. definitely two different yeah, conversations. Def- but yeah, since you brought it up, that's something that we have established for ourselves to keep out any confusion. Right. Not every, you know, everybody does their own thing with their own marriage relationships right. or whatever. Right. Um, but what we do may not fit what another married couple or you know someone in a relationship would would fit. Right. Cause see, what I don't want to. The thing is, what I don't want to get. What I don't want to get uh, people confused. People hear that they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, he, what is he talking about? Not having female friends, not having male friends." You got to remember what other people do. I have no problem with. Like Jazzy just explained to you, when I explain express stuff to you, I'm talking about what we do. What right. I what I, if, what I say is I don't think she should have no male friends. Now, when people hear that, they'll be like, "What's wrong with him? Is he insecure? Is he jealous?" Blah blah blah. They, of course, if they don't know me, they wouldn't understand the logic. The logic behind that. Now, let me help you understand the logic behind that. When you just meet somebody and they got male friends, you don't know the history of these male friends that they are carrying on. Some people like to carry, some people like to carry their exes along in life with them, or dudes that used to like them that they can't let go, or failed relationships that they can't they can't shake. So they turn these people into friends. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, well, we didn't get together as in a relationship, so they turn these guys into friends mm-hmm. when they fall into a relationship that they're serious about 
they're still holding on to failed relationships, exes, and guys who didn't make it to the next to the next step. Mm-hmm. That's not a good thing. You see what I'm saying? So if you have those type of male friends in your background, they have to go because it cuts the confusion. You see what I'm saying? It cuts through all of that other stuff of having a conversation with them and them possibly causing a whole lot of drama in your current relationship because they might feel like they like you again. Mm-hmm. It's the same for me. Automatically, when I get into another relationship, automatically any females that I was friends with, they're a rat. And they're told that, like I told you about my actual friends, they're told that once we become friends. Hey, you know that when I get with somebody else, you're done. You're right. That stuff that I set in order, set in, uh, forward when I even became a friend of theirs. You see, so they don't think that, oh, you're going to come into my marriage and still be a friend of mine. No, you're a rat. My marriage is our our marriage. Excuse me. Our marriage is our marriage. There are no outside friends. The only female friends that I do have are her friends. Right. And I don't even talk to them. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the only few. If you would consider a female friend that I would speak to is Jazzy's friends, you know. And then all the male friends that she would speak to are my friends. But and when you when you say when you hear that, like I said, it just really confuses people because it's almost saying that okay, what if tomorrow she went to work and there was a guy at the job that was an acquaintance of hers? Would you have a problem with that? No, I would not. You see, that's the that's the problem. I'm talking about the friends that you brought into the relationship. These people that you're dragging along with you that you don't want to let go of. Right. Baggage. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking okay. about. That um, baggage that you don't want to let go of. Mm-hmm. That has to go. You see what I'm saying? That's for both of us. I mm-hmm. dropped mine and I expect that you to drop yours. That's basically what Jazzy is saying to you. Mm-hmm. Some people choose not to drop their baggage because they feel comfortable. It makes them feel it makes them feel secure. To still hold on to those past failures or those past attempts, that makes them feel good about themselves. I'm not saying. I think we, I think we kind of steered away from the topic. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, not really. We didn't steer away from the topic because what we're basically talking about is basically another part of a felt a, a, a curse of a friendship, a curse of an adult friendship because that's a curse. You want to, if you understand what I'm talking about, right. that's a curse that you're carrying along with you. An ex-boyfriend, you turned into a friend. That's a curse. That's a curse. Yeah. A who wanted to get with you, but you didn't want to get with him, so you just decided to make him a friend of yours. That's a curse. That's true. Or a potential. Day. Right, a potential. De- right, a potential relationship <laughs> you're carrying along with you. That's there it is. That person is forever cursed to be with you, to see you happy with somebody else. That's a curse. So the thing you have to do for that person is let them go completely. Let them go. See, that's the type of people you have to let them go. Even your current friends, if they say, let, let's say for example, right? One of my friends called me up and said, Sha, I'm gonna give you an ultimatum. You gonna either divorce Jazzy or we ain't gonna be friends no more. I'm gonna laugh, tell them to get the F out of here. And say, I guess we ain't friends no more. You don't give me no type of ultimatum like that. You don't bump your head. That's it. That's a curse. That that person cannot feel as though they can live on without being a friend of yours. They have. They can't live on. My homeboy just said to me yesterday. We don't use names. He said, "Sha, you're still here with me. A lot of times when I'm going through things, I hear your voice. I hear you talking to me, and I say, Sha wouldn't do that. And I turn and I do the right thing." And that's because of the friendship that I had with him back in the day. And we sat, we talked for about two hours, about two and a half hours. And we, and then that, during that whole conversation, not once did he say, why don't you call me as much as you used to? You see, that's a really close friend. He's not cursed no more. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? He's yeah. no longer cursed. Mm-hmm. When your friends can call you and still talk to you as though they, they spoke to you yesterday. And at the end of the conversation, y'all can say, I love you and you're done. There's no more curse i think i just sat here and explained this curse what is the curse and why is this person cursed and why will we bring these people along into your relationship now i'm not sitting here like once again i want to express that i'm not saying Corey, you shouldn't have female friends have all the female friends you want 
But understand if you're dragging anybody that you dealt with into a new relationship, you're basically cursed. Or want to deal with. Exactly. Or want to deal with. Exactly. Exactly. You're cursed at that point and you're cursing them. And the new person that you're with is going to suffer because both of y'all are in under this curse that y'all don't want to shake. Y'all don't want to let go of. All right. Do this one. Do this one. Let's see. Let's see if we can do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read something out that we're gonna talk about. Let's do it like this because this is about the adult friendship creature. Conversation seems to get shorter and shorter. It's not because you're boring or they don't want to be your friend. Uh, life just distracts all of us. So some conversation might be split into the next day from time to time. What's your thoughts on that one? Say that one more time. Excuse me. Conversation seems to get shorter and shorter. It's not because you're boring or they don't want to be your friend. Life just distracts all of us. So some conversation might spill into the next day from time to time. I mean, that that almost sounds like, you know, a friend that's still your friend, but no I, longer cares to even hold a conversation with you no more. Because they just feel that y'all are not as close as y'all used to be. So a lot of your conversations will be broken up. You know, oh yeah, Corey, how you doing? You doing all right? Yeah, man, I was going to get me something to eat. Then I'll call you back in 20 minutes and you don't call them back. Then you call back next week. You know, and then you're like, hey, hey, man, I thought you was going to call me back that day. Uh, yeah, I got busy. You know what? Right now I'm doing a little something too. Let me do your call back. And that just happens to after after time, after time, after time. Mm-hmm. So to you, you understand what I'm saying? You're holding on to a friendship, but the friendship is broken. That's another curse. The friendship's broken. There's no conversation. Right. You know, most of the people that follow you on Facebook are probably following you for no reason at all. To be well, to be nosy. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that they're being nosy. They're probably not even paying you any attention at all. They're hey, not even being nosy. For numbers? They're, you think they're going for numbers? They accepted your friendship to make you feel good. They think. <laughs> I see it more as numbers. It could be numbers too, just to be like, oh, I got all these new oh, friends. Hold on, no, 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 no. Think about what I'm saying deeply, Corey. Okay. They're there because they believe that you're happy with them being there. You understand what I'm saying? They think that when, when friends were friends and they accepted it, they didn't say hello, they didn't say how you doing, they didn't say, if they didn't if they didn't greet you once you accepted the friendship, you're they, they're basically there because they believe they did you a favor by so, accepting your friends' request. You're saying basically they, technically a tolerance. Right. They they well basically uh, basically tolerating they're tolerating you, they're not paying you any attention possibly. Are they even following you? Do they do you even come up on a what do you call it news feed? Mm. What do you call that page that comes down? Do the they stories? even come up on your huh? The stories? Timeline. Timeline timeline. Do they even come up on your timeline? If they don't, you're not even following them. They're not even following you. You understand what I'm saying? Now I that's something that when you look at that, these are people you actually know. So what are they now? They're just ghosts. That's a curse. You see what I'm saying? Now, let's say a birthday of theirs come up. You say happy birthday to them. They say thank you. Y'all go right back to silence. There's never no conversation. No conversation about what y'all used to do or what happened before or, or yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That's a curse. That person is a ghost. Most of the time, the best thing to do for them is to delete them. Right? Right, Jazzy? That sounds like the best thing to do for that person, right? Why would you... Huh? I feel like it is. Exactly. Why would you have that person ghost on your page? They're they're just holding up spots. They're ghosts. That's a curse. These people who you knew, who you chilled with, who you hung with, on a daily basis, laughed with, had a good time with, they're now sitting on your page because they believe they did you a favor. I guess this goes with my next uh, my next note here. This one right here is called uh, making making new friends is extremely hard. And it says here it says it's hard to trust someone just met. I think that's because with age, so you'll find yourself not connecting to people 
how you used to and it's not you it's just that you're not as native as you were before you should be wise enough to know who's good or bad for you by now um, that's the, mm, what do you think about that I don't, I don't feel like you there's necessarily what's good or bad for you it's, mm. you just don't know you, you never know anybody's intentions right. so you can't just say oh this happened you can't try to build a friendship based on your other friendships with other people mm-hmm. so technically you don't know you know I guess that makes sense right right mm-hmm. mm. and here's another one here's another note here uh, basically I guess this goes with what uncle was saying this one says social media and texting will keep you up to date with each other it's easier to just send a text nowadays most people don't have the energy to stay on the phone texting and sending memes keeps people connected with everyone that small text will start up as just checking in or just checking on your conversation at the right moment what's your thoughts on that one yeah that's definitely true i mean that's what i do with a lot of a lot of my friends that's on social media i mean you know uh, a lot a lot of them send a meme you know uh come and hit me on ig send me some posts i'll comment back to it you know and we'll, that's just basically that small interaction you mm. know that keeps us connected you know you see even though we're not having a conversation that keeps us connected and these are a co- couple of close friends mm-hmm. i consider to be close friends that we're that we're doing that with but even back in the day we were well, back in the day we was uh clicked up clicked up in different ways what what we all heard i'm using a throwback word now we were clicked up a different way like everybody within our circle had still had the only people they was close to so these two people were real close and those two people were real close but they didn't like those two people but they all stayed friends because of me you see what i'm mm-hmm. saying right. you're, the, you're the common denominator some people in the big in big friendships are the common denominator it's almost like grandma and grandpa when they pass away the family takes a big hit when that main person leaves the friends take a big hit because they was only there because that main denominator was there right so That's- what y'all do then when you become friends going back to what I was just saying earlier when you do send them a friendship now even if they did feel some type of way towards you they'll just be casual with you now you went from a close friend to a casual friend they took a step back now y'all just being casual that's what casual is casual is uh jasmine how you doing today oh uh, she responded i'm doing all right that's good and then no more conversation after that okay. <laughs> you see what i'm saying she don't have she don't basically she don't have to anything after that really she could just go on with her day being casual right that's being casual you understand what i'm saying so and and taking those decreases your close friends take a decrease now has that is that a curse it's not really a curse as much as it is an acceptance of where this friendship has landed now Mm. you see what i'm saying this friendship has landed somewhere else it's not where it used to be but somebody in that in that couple has to be strong enough to not turn it into something other than a casual friendship just to say hey you know what forget you I don't want nothing else to do with you anymore then that person returns backlash and now you have a heated discussion with a person that you were supposed to be friends with that just lets you know that there was something else steaming there so it may actually be a curse is that person harboring some type of anger or frustration with you you understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of a lot of friendships that turn into casual friendships, when they were close, these people must be harboring some type of tension. Mm. Now that's just a, I'm just throwing it out there. That's just me. Yeah, that's just, that's, that. that's me speculating. I don't know for a fact. <laughs> these people can be harboring some type of tension because if y'all are close friends, you're never supposed to go to being casual friends. You're All taking right. a step back. You see. It's- <clears throat> Go ahead. Now, this 
the, the intimate friendship, you know, that's marriage, girlfriend. Nobody else comes into that. And let's go right. back to what I was saying about your exes. Let, let's do this. I'm drawing it up right now, right? You got your wife. And let's say you got three of your ex-girlfriends as your uh, your friends, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got two females that you just talk to as your friends. You got a whole bunch of people inside your intimate bubble, right? That's too <laughs> that's too crowded. Mm. You need to kick them out. You understand? It's uncomfortable in there. Now that's where, and I think that's where people say that you know they don't need any more friends in their bubble because they already have those that they actually are close right. with, ones that they talk to. Each of these, I've, I've I've met a lot of people like that. Each of these have a bubble. Each close friends they have a bubble. When this gets full, stress and tension starts to occur because then you have people, then you have people procrastinating as close friends. They're just wasting time inside your bubble. They need to take a step back to casual. You understand what I'm saying? And then some of them, they just want to be casual friends with you because you're close friends with somebody who may be, let's say, of high social status. And now you got a whole bunch of acquaintances inside your casual bubble. Ah, uh, now this is going into my new one. You just hit it too. Here's the next, here's my next note. You start to realize that just because you have history it doesn't mean that you have you still you still can be be friends and this is what this right. says this is the this is the realest part about adulthood knowing that you have to leave a friend in the past for you for your well-being it could be for many reasons like trust growth or non-growth it's one of the hardest decisions you make to uh to have to make remember not everyone is going to evaluate you in the next chapter in your life what do you guys say about that one where did you get that from? I want you to quote that. I, I, I want you. Where did you get that? Just uh, quote it. This one's from uh, uh, Life of uh, Life of Black uh, Dara dot com. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, like like I, like I'm saying, it's the best. The best way to explain that is basically how I just broke it down. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, the, the intimate the intimate friend zone is only for one person. Now, you might have people, people in society will say, no, I need 20 to 30 intimate friends. Mm-hmm. We call those people players. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 20 to 30 intimate friends, then they got probably 300 to 200 to, 200 to 400 close friends. Like I said, procrastinating. They got casual friends procrastinating as close friends. Then mm. you got these. Then you got these intimate friends in here, who are actually acquaintances procrastinating as intimate friends. That just brings on some strangers procrastinating as intimate friends. It gets confusing. And then these these people, they try to build a relationship with one person and they got all of this mess inside the intimate bubble now does this one has to be because i think you're talking about my next uh one which is uh you start to vent list to each other which means uh because you don't want to put additional stress on your friend or you just don't want to talk about your problems anymore there comes a point you realize that your friend's advice won't fix all of your problems right right exactly and that's the it's good you said that, right? Mm-hmm. Some people, Jazzy, you all right? Yeah, I'm listening. All right. I'm just making just making sure you got you got something to get into this. I don't want to leave <laughs> you out. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I want. I just wanted. To, I just wanted. I didn't want to seem as though we're talking and we're not trying to include you. I, went, I didn't know if you want to ask something before I went in. What I'm, what I'm about no, to say. I'm just trying to really be quiet as possible so the baby sleeps. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, About the uh, ventless uh, train of thought. Okay. Uh, what, what, what was it? Hit me back with it. Uh, so uh, lost train of thought. You start to you you start to uh, ventless uh, to each other because you don't want to put additional stress on your friend, or you just don't want to talk about your problems anymore. These there uh, there comes a point when you realize that your friend's advice won't fix all of your problems. Oh, that's what it was. 
and that that takes me back to that takes me back to why a lot of people hold on to male and female friends because you'll hear that they hold on to these friends because you'll hear that they hold on to these friends you'll hear that they hold on to these friends because they can talk to them mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying a female says I can talk to him so that's the reason why we're friends because I can talk to him right that's the reason why I can talk to him and I don't I don't talk to my they don't talk to their significant other because they could talk to their best friend better than they could talk to their significant other right and you'll have a lot of men who will say the same who will say the opposite so I can talk to my homegirl you've had a friend like that who you explain he could talk to his homegirl you understand what I'm saying and they're just friends they've been friends for a long time and when he needs to talk to her he can confide in her even though he has a girlfriend now why that's backwards thinking even though it's not wrong but why it's backwards thinking is because what you're doing right Mm -hmm. let's look at it like this Mm -hmm. we have a room an empty room with nothing but walls in it and then we have a room where you can look outside and see the sunshine when you step outside of your relationship to go talk to somebody else a lot of people feel good about looking at the, out in the sunshine conversing with somebody else while they've left their mate inside of that dark room they don't want to be in that dark room so they leave out of there to go talk to somebody else to enjoy sunshine mm-hmm. when in all actuality the only thing you have to do is pull both of y'all out of that darkness look at the sunshine tell your mate to sit down and be quiet for a minute while you have a conversation with him or her let's converse or you're not saying it directly sit down and let's have a conversation you're finding a good way to address things a lot of people because they had so many people inside of their intimate bubble they've never understood how to structure themselves in a conversation with one person now we got so many people in the close bubble so many people in the casual bubble we got so many people in the acquaintance bubble they ain't even supposed to be there we got so many strangers and we got so many intimate people. With social media today, you just got a whole bunch of mess going on. Now that goes to check this out. Jealousy will come out of nowhere from new to old friends, especially when you have something they want, like marriage, kids, house, jobs, or even family. A jealous friend is not a friend at all. No matter how much history you have, don't be mu- don't be native this that lich you know what i'm saying i mean you won't you won't miss them as much as you think but trust me jealous friends are dangerous and that's 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 another that's another one that's another one of my notes on that one if, you got that one if you if you have a if you have a friend that's jealous we all know that that was never your friend in the first place mm-hmm. uh, now people would say no you know some people get a little bit jealous that goes back way back into a conversation me and jazzy had is jealousy healthy for your relationship now that was talking about your marriage that's talking about boyfriend girlfriend is that healthy and we decided in that conversation that slight a slight case of jealousy is good because to ask these questions and to be aware is good you understand what i'm saying now when it becomes toxic you're talking about toxic friendships Mm -hmm. that person that's causing this toxic relationship for you is up for questioning because they're, they're, they're never were close to you close friends don't try to cause you stress or harm so if they're trying to cause you stress or harm they're basically an acquaintance you understand what I'm saying mm. moonlighting as a close friend trying to stay relevant yeah <laughs> <laughs> They're playing two. Di- they're playing two different roles. They have two different jobs. They have a job of being your acquaintance, and then they have to act like they're your close friend. They belong. They belong two steps back. Ah, you yes. understand what I'm saying? Because yes. they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be that close to you if they're jealous. And if you're you're feeling the jealousy, that means that you let somebody into that close bubble that ain't supposed to be there. You see what I'm saying? That goes that that goes in all of these steps. 
And if that person is jealous and if that person is toxic, that person has became a curse. Going back to the title, All the right. curse of the adult friendship. That person that's toxic, that's jealous of you, you have to shake them. The best way to break that curse is to break that person off. If you got them on social media, block them. Hmm. You got their phone number, block them. Right. You see them. You see them out in public. Wave. Keep it moving. No more conversation for them. That's how you break the curse. I got um, I believe. I believe. In initially, you know, with any curses that you have, mm-hmm. the best way to break them. Because if you call it a curse, I mean, it's bad. We don't want a curse. Nobody wants a curse. Nobody wants that. Right. That's true. Jukes. Oh, I forgot what they used to call it. The jukes or something like that. The jukes or. Uh, 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 I'm. 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 Not figuring out what that is. Somebody, uh, somebody get a hold of this will probably correct me, but it's other ways of saying not a curse, but it's something else that they puzzle. It's an old southern word, it's an old southern phrase. I believe it's a root, they put a root on you, mm-hmm. or something, something of that nature. And basically, it's like voodoo. Sound like a sound like, and we and we talked about voodoo before, right? So <laughs> it's something like voodoo. I forgot exactly what it is. And there's two. There's two more notes I got here. My my uh my first one here is uh it says, the support you give will not always be there in return for you. So you stop expecting anything from people. Honestly, not expecting anything from people was the best decision you've ever you've ever made. Whenever someone does something for you, it, it means so much more now because you didn't expect it. It helps you really appreciate the support more when it's when it is given. What you got on now? Uh, it helps you appreciate the support more when it's given. Uh, I mean, mostly to support. When we think about support, support is going to usually come from your really good close friends. Um, I think that's where your support is going to come from. Most of your support. It's going to come from who are close friends of yours. Mm-hmm. Like people you are so close to that you consider them to be family. They'll support you because they understand what your drive is. Like in what? But I think, mm-hmm. I think if whatever you put out there, like you just don't expect it to be reciprocated because mm-hmm. I think at that point when you expect something and it's not given back to you then you're let down so if you just go day by day not expecting anything and when someone does you know reciprocate your efforts or whatever then it will it will mean more and you won't be looking at that person any type See, of way that right there is the hint of the universe of push you 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 push out what you want you give back what you give you know and that's what that's what we talked about in the universe uh conversation and sometimes um people go through things and and it's not intentional it's just you know with all friendships not everyone is always on the same page someone may be going through something or you may be going through something and you're not able to reciprocate all the time so that's where the other person has to be understanding, and right. it's nothing personal, and don't take things personal. Right, and it's uh, my, right. Right. this one here, this last one here for me, uh, and I'm gonna add to my last note. But uh, this one here says, uh, "Learn, you learn to mind your own. You only give uh, opinions when asked. Adults need listeners, not talkers, all the time." Just because you disagree with your friend doesn't mean you need to say it aloud. I, uh, you realize that you have to allow people to find their own path. Not everyone, not everyone wants your help. They just want you to be the support while they figure it out. Which I go on that. When I hear that, the first thing I think about is what I was told when I first got on Facebook. When I first got on Facebook, I was commenting on everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Every post. I commented on every post. And Jazzy said to me, you don't have to comment on everything. Some people just want you to like the post. They just want they just put it on there for you to look at. They don't want you commenting on everything. And 
when you start to look at that, you think, well, dang, I thought the purpose of putting up a meme was for feedback. So if you put it up there, you wanted feedback. See, the thing about me is I'm the type of person who I always try to get feedback. And most of the people on social media are trolling. If you right. look at your if you look at Facebook, most of them are trolling. So mm. when you come in with a real comment, they're looking at you like I'm only playing around. Why is he getting serious? And most of the time, some of them are just putting their uh, their thoughts out there, their understandings out there, they, what they're feeling about something out there. They just want you to like it or thumbs up or laugh or sad face. They just want that. They don't want no feedback. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Now, we can get deep about why this person that's like that just wants you to listen to them, but don't want you to, to give too much of your logic to what they're going through. You see, now, there's many different, per- many different behaviors that can attach to that person, but we wouldn't go there because you're appreciating this person's you know, respect, you're, excuse me, you're respecting the fact that they don't want to have your input into what they have to say. They just want somebody to talk to and somebody to listen to. Mm-hmm. That also goes back, believe it or not, that also goes back to people being in a relationship and they say, I can't talk to my wife, so they go talk to their mother because they, they know their mother will listen to them or they go talk to an aunt. Or they go talk to a cousin. Or they go talk to these tag-alongs that they got. Because those people would listen without talking back. If you're in a relationship with somebody, that person's going to talk back because they're supposed to. Right. If you're in a relationship, that person's supposed to talk back. That person is supposed to give feedback because this conversation includes their feelings along with yours. So when you go outside to talk to somebody, the only reason why they're just listening is because they don't care. Mm-hmm. I guess. And it's not their feelings. You understand what I'm saying? That's part of the reason what this person wants you to do. Keep your emotions out of out of out of my feelings. I'm just wanting to talk. There's another curse. Right. This person is indirectly creating a curse within y'all friendship. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because each time you call, each time they call you, they're taking up time from you doing what you have to do. True. just to listen to their problems all the time that causes extra stress and anxiety on you because they're bringing their problems on you but they don't want you to they don't want you to say anything now let's get deep about this mm-hmm. when you give somebody all of your problems if that person cannot release you've just given them all of your stress and said hold that yeah don't say nothing to me just hold this stress I just gave you I took it off me and gave it to you. Right. But I don't want you to give me no feedback. Now that person got to call somebody and talk about you. Now you got people talking about you. You just created a toxic relationship. Dang. You just created a curse. That's the curse of adult friendship. Because so many adults get stuck in their ways. We talked about that last mm-hmm. time. And they just want you to do what they want you to do. Because that's what they want you to do. They've cursed the whole friendship at that point. If you want to have a conversation, a, co- a conversation is between two people to get to a common goal. That's what we're doing right now. We're having mm-hmm. we're having a three conversation, three people reaching a common goal, which this conversation is, is is closing in towards the end. So I hope that that made a lot of sense. I believe we touched a lot on what the uh, curse is that actually is, and how you basically solve breaking the curse. Or how you break the curse. You break the curse by breaking away from that person. If that person has created a toxic relationship, it's time to clean out the waste. Because that person's wasting your time. If that person I said in uh, I said and the ugly truth is as you change, so does the relationship around you. Even if you want them to. Growth uh growth comes to many to many in different sizes. So yeah, right. you're correct on that. Right, right, exactly. So I mean, in closing out, Jazz, you got anything you want to add before I close out? Nope. Mm-mm. I mean, in closing out, 
like I said, the best thing to do is if you feel like one of your relationships with your friends is becoming cursed, you can try to find a way to get some type of anointing to bring things back to a calm state because once it gets cursed, things go downhill. Now you're getting talked about. Now friends who you used to consider friends become your enemies. That's how a lot of people say to themselves, how my friends become my enemies? Because they were never your friends. They were cursed. Your friendship was cursed. So I believe the best thing to do is to cut some people off. If you cut those people off, you cut off the curse. But that said, this has been Relationship Stuff 101. I want to thank Corey for joining us tonight. I want to thank my lovely wife, Jasmine, for joining us. Um, We started off a little late. We usually don't do these shows on Mondays. These shows usually take place on Fridays at 8 o'clock. But this was a show that we had to come in and do a part two to our part one that we did before. So usually look out for Relationship Stuff 101 podcast to take place on Fridays at 8. Um, I still got on the way. I'm going to be breaking down my first relationship book that I wrote back in 2006. It took me a year to write that book. It took me all the way up to 2007. We'll address that coming in the future. And with that said, in closing, as always, with our understanding compared, excuse me, our understanding and your understanding creates a greater understanding. This has been Relationship Stuff 101 here on this now April 27th, 2020. And y'all have a good morning. Peace. Peace. Peace.